It's Tuesday, February 9, 2016. Clean water is not optional, my friends. Hillary Clinton pushes Congress to act on the Flint water crisis. The Keystone Pipeline without eminent domain, it wouldn't go 10 feet. Donald Trump calls out Republican hypocrisy on eminent domain. Bernie Sanders fights to stop oil and gas pipelines in New Hampshire and Vermont. Plus... I think we'll look back and we'll say... That was a smart investment. President Obama proposes an oil tax, and fossil fuel industry heads explode. All of those proposals and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Ten years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now. Uh, we're going to be in a much stronger position. Right. Thanks to two terms of President Trump, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, after uh, three weeks or so of winter out here in Southern California and what was supposed to be one of the worst El Ninos of all time, it is now above 80 degrees and it is going to stay above 80 degrees for at least the next week. What the hell is going on? Yeah, well, climate scientists say every El Nino is different. This looks like it's going to be a different one. And California's snowpack was 130% of normal. That's, That's good. great. Yeah. But hydrologists say that just seven days of heat in California can reduce the snowpack by 30%. So this worst drought ever in history out here could continue for quite a while. It looks like it's going to. Fantastic. What else you got for us today? Well, the lead contamination crisis in Flint, Michigan's water supply is now an issue in the 2016 presidential campaign. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton spoke in Flint on Sunday at the invitation of the city's new mayor, and she again called the crisis a civil rights issue, suggesting race and class bias was and is a factor in the state government's sluggish response. I said weeks ago if what had been happening in Flint had happened in Gross Point. Or Bloomfield Hills, I think we all know we would have had a solution yesterday. For those who don't know Michigan, by the way, Gross Point and Bloomfield Hills, that's where all the white people lives. The rich white people. Yep. Clinton also urged Congress to pass a $200 million bill to replace Flint's current water infrastructure. Michigan's two U.S. Senators, Debbie Stabenow and Gary Peters, both Democrats, have now blocked a major energy bill in the Senate to push the Republican majority to include aid for Flint. Meanwhile, in the Republican presidential race, the Flint water crisis has been virtually ignored, even though a similar lead contamination crisis is unfolding right now in Sebring, Ohio, under the administration of Ohio governor and Republican presidential candidate John Kasich. Although Congress banned the use of lead in pipes decades ago, the New York Times reports this week that between 3 and 10 million old lead pipes still remain in use in water systems throughout the country. Vermont Senator and Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders is campaigning against new oil and gas pipelines that have been proposed in early primary states. Sanders was among the first to oppose the Keystone XL tar sands pipeline from Canada. He opposed the Bakken pipeline across Iowa and in New Hampshire. He's hitting a controversial pipeline that would carry U.S. gas into New England. 
The only mention of energy or environment issues in the last Republican debate before the New Hampshire primary was in relation to the use of eminent domain, a legal tool that allows the seizure of private land for projects. Donald Trump accused his fellow Republican candidates of hypocrisy for claiming to be for protecting individual property rights unless it's for a favorite industry. They all want the Keystone Pipeline. The Keystone Pipeline without eminent domain, it wouldn't go 10 feet. So eminent domain, it's not that I love it, but it's a necessity for a country. I got to give Donald Trump credit for that, actually, because it's true. A, eminent domain is necessary, and B, Republicans have pretending they're against it for years, even while supporting projects like the Keystone XL pipeline, which uses eminent domain all over the place to take away land from private citizens. And what's different about this one is that TransCanada, which owns the Keystone Pipeline, is a private foreign company. So this isn't even for a public use. Finally, President Obama likely caused a few heads to explode in Washington when he proposed in his next budget to add a new $10 per barrel tax on oil. The revenue would fund current infrastructure, next generation clean transportation initiatives, and basic research into renewable energy technology. In a press briefing, the president said low gas prices today are an opportunity for tomorrow. We use this period where gas prices are low to accelerate a transition to a cleaner energy economy because we know that's not going to last. Yeah, well, good luck with that. A $10 a barrel tax comes out, by my math anyway, to about 50 cents per gallon. I know gas prices are low right now, but adding 50 cents a gallon, that's not necessarily going to be popular with Americans, never mind the Republicans who will never let that get through Congress. But it is a first step to normalizing the concept of putting a tax on carbon emissions. Fair enough. And as I said, good luck with that. Yeah. For much more on all of the stories we covered today and the ones we couldn't get to, Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.